0: Hello everyone, this is Jack and you're listening to the Dev90x podcast. Day 29 and the theme for today's episode is how long does it take to learn iOS development? This is the theme for the episode because this is the theme for my life right now. (laughs) I'm currently in the thick of learning and struggling to make any kind of changes or customizations to a code base that was not written by me, even though the things that I'm trying to change are fairly simple in theory, uh, in order to make any kind of changes or adjustments or modifications to, to work, you have to understand the code that's there and how it affects what's already there. You have to understand, you know, where's the right context for me to, to inject my, my code. And, um. The current strategy with getting the my code part is finding appropriate tutorials uh, or looking at other example code and kind of copying and pasting it. Um, Which can work for a little bit and can work for some things but ultimately if I want to continue doing serious improvements on the app and building out serious custom features that were not built by someone else, Um, I need to learn iOS development proper. I need to learn Swift properly. And so the, the, the theme of this episode is how long does it take to learn iOS development? From my current research, I've been on YouTube watching other people talking about their experiences of learning and how long it took them to go from nothing to getting their first job. Uh, And also Quora is a great resource for this where people ask questions about how long it takes to learn iOS development, how long it takes to get your first job. From what I've read and what I've watched, it's about six to nine months and it can even be longer actually depending on if you're going in full time or this is going to be something that you're working on on the side. Uh, If it's something on the side, then it can take 12 to 24 months before you're able to get a job as an iOS developer. That's a long time. I only have another 60 days for this challenge. And so that's a nice segue into Jack's hack. (laughs) Jack's hack for today is what would this look like if it were easy? This is something I got from Tim Ferriss. This is one of his mantras that he goes by what would this look like if it were easy because right now to me this looks hard and so i've been asking myself that question what would this look like if it were easy my goal is to build a demo app to test out and get a proof of concept on this app idea to see if it's something that i want to go further with my gut feeling is that it is i mean i do want to build this this full thing of course but if it fails the if it fails the proof of concept, then in a way it's it's kind of a lost cause. And something that I learned from product development in working working with resourceful in the startup was that uh, you need to test your ideas as quickly as possible. it It doesn't work if you want to build out full, feature-rich products without first testing. The market to see if this is something that the market would actually buy um and for me that means getting a demo in people's hands and giving it to them and say saying hey use this and gauging the reaction like does it is it actually something that they want or is this something that i can that i just think that they want or is this something that i think would help but in reality doesn't quite doesn't quite fit in doesn't quite work um Sometimes, I mean, the big question mark with that is, all right, well, if it doesn't work, is it because there's something wrong with the design, um, or is it just a fundamentally bad idea? <laughs> uh, so there's always an internal kind of struggle with that. So what would this look like if it were easy? Well, uh, my what I've been thinking, my thought process on this, what I've been thinking is that if it were easy, someone would be helping me. Or someone would be helping me and that would make it easy. Um, It would be easy if someone, if I had help, that would make it so much easier. So I've been looking on Fiverr and looking at some of the people and doing a bit of a price, gauging the price of the market to see if it is viable for me to hire someone to help me in these early stages while I'm spending a lot of my time learning iOS development and not a lot of time developing my my demo, my prototype. If it works out to be feasible financially to h- get somebody else to help me build my prototype, then I'll probably go with that. That'll bring take a lot of stress off my shoulders. In um, in that, I feel often I feel like I'm not progressing fast enough. Uh, when I'm not working, I feel like I should be. That I need to throw more hours at this, um, even though that might destabilize my my routine a little bit and I, and I might end up burning out, which is a very common pattern of mine. Um, whereas if somebody else were helping me, then psychologically a lot of those stresses would go away as I know that we're making progress together. So that's my, that's my task, or my progress update rather, is that I've been writing up a quote sheet which details the core features that i'd like to have in the prototype and then also the extended features to give whoever is reading it a bit of an idea of where this is all going um but ultimately i'm hiring someone where i'm getting a quote for for a prototype or a demo build out and we're going to see what some of these quotes come back as so that shall be something interesting in the, in the next couple of days. We're going to get some quotes on building out the core features. What I've got in the core features are at the moment number one option to test out the camera AI without creating an an account. So so that the app will have account creation and setup so that it can save the data in in a cloud database, and then even if you lose your phone or whatever, you'll still be able to log in and check out your stats. Number two, account creation and sign up. Uh, That'll happen with Firebase. So you'll be able to create your at handle similar to how it is on Instagram Um, and you'll be able to do like the sign in with Google, Apple, email. Uh, Then number three is you'll have a personal dashboard displaying individual user data. So this will just be really simple in the beginning it'll be like total handstands total hang time or time upside down um so as to keep it lean number three it will be uh, sorry number four it's uh, practice session features so obviously i need to tell the person who's going to be developing this that we're going to be using the on device front facing camera we're going to be using the vision framework for activity de- detection Uh, We're going to be using a custom core ML model, which I've already trained. Uh, And and then we're also going to be um, providing visual and audio feedback while they're practicing. Uh, For example, when they go into a handstand, audio cue. When they fall out, different audio cue. Um, We're going to be counting the total handstands and total hang time. And then we are going to be ending the practice sessions with a summary screen. And then all of that will be tracked and saved into the database. So that's the core features. Then we've got a whole bunch of extended features that I would plan to build after raising a small amount of investment, um, say, like a after a friends and family raise, which would be like, you can follow your friends by searching them up, um, display pictures, leaderboards, uh, daily streaks, handstand level. Exp- XP awarded for your practice sessions, notifications, achievement badges, um, potentially monetization as well at this point. And then also, um, you know, snapshot of snap of the clips of you doing your handstand. So it automatically records them and then you can share them and, um, and then support for headstands, forearm stands as well as handstands. So. Yeah, I've, I've done up this thing. My target budget is $750 for a demo product, uh, which includes some or most of the core features. And we're going to see what people come back with on Fiverr. I'll definitely be working with someone from either India or Pakistan, some, somewhere in that region um, at this price point. And um, I have a feeling that this... This is probably even going to be too low for what I'm asking. I have a feeling, but um, we're going to we're going to see what they what they say. So that's what I am working on right now. I've still also done some more of my Udemy course, um, which is still too basic to help me with what I'm trying to do. It's a little bit frustrating. For example, your first app that they that it teaches you to do is this I Am Rich app. Which does basically nothing. It's just one screen with an image and some text. And then the second app starts to introduce you to some programming concepts. It's a dice app where it displays two dice, one, uh, a six sided dice. So it has like the dots on it, one to six dots, and then a button to randomly kind of roll the dice and then just randomizes which image it shows. Um, So still really, really basic and almost no code at that point. So it's a little frustrating that it takes a long time for me to, you know, this is like built for absolute beginners and then it takes you up in level as you go through the apps and through the projects. So I guess it's just one of those things you have to take time. I don't want to skip it though, um, because I don't know where to skip to. And I'm still learning some things and it is still filling in some of the gaps. So it's just, it's just painfully slow, but it is progress nonetheless. Uh, and then I also started the Stanford iOS development course, which is free from Stanford. And it's a high-quality course. And this one is a bit more of an advanced course where at Stanford it requires the students already have some courses in computer science and some programming languages languages under their belt. And so this one is m- probably more that advanced high level that, I'm, that I want to learn from. Um, and then finally, I... I did the treadmill walking course watching experiment again yesterday. And I found that watching coding tutorials on the phone while the phones like sat on the treadmill in front of me is it's, it works sort of, but you can't read the text on the screen. So in a way it's kind of a painful experience because it's a bit frustrating. Um, however, if the person is really good at narrating what they're doing on screen, then you can still learn from it. But ultimately I I would kind of prefer to just listen to audio um, rather than watch a tiny, tiny video on a screen. So that experiment has been somewhat of a fail in the end. Uh, I don't, I don't want to continue doing my Udemy course while walking on a treadmill. <laughs> but that's it for today. Today is Saturday and Um, I'm working through the weekend. I haven't moved house yet. I still am negotiating with this place to see if I can stay at a better price. Um, And uh, tomorrow I will also have some time off. So thanks for listening, everyone. And I'll talk to you again tomorrow.